hello and welcome to the science podcast where I help you discover your love for science. Today I'm going to be asking the question, is soya giving us cancer? Things got a little awkward the other day when my vegan friend revealed she was trying for a baby because turns out she'd read she can't eat tofu because it lowers men's sperm counts. I mean, this was news for me on both parts, the baby and the tofu, especially because her ex-boyfriend was also on the same call. But I thought all soy foods were a superfood and it turns out a few people had actually heard that soy causes cancer and Alzheimer's and can lead to infertility and in fact her ex-boyfriend was also avoiding soy because he'd heard it could give him man boobs. <laughs> so what's actually happening? Because Hold tight because if you like tofu like me or you're having soy milk over dairy like my family do, concerns about the health effects of soy might actually be in your interest and it's quite easy to see how we're all as confused as each other because in the last 10 years soya has been a bit of a buzzword for several mainstream magazines and bloggers. Soybeans are cheap and they're one of the lowest calorie ways to get a large amount of protein with very little fat and absolutely no cholesterol. And the best part is it's always labelled as plant-based so it's a vegan dream. Soy is from soybeans and tofu is one of the most common sources of it but you'll also find it in dairy substitutes and vegan things like soy milk and cheese and food made for vegetarians and vegans like soy burgers and loads of corn items too. But does that really mean that it's good for us? Soy is basically a plant-based estrogen. It contains two specialized proteins which act the same as estrogen. And because estrogen plays a role in everything from breast cancer to sexual reproduction, this is where the whole soy controversy comes from. I did a little bit of digging to be honest, and the effects of soy on cancer risks have been so mixed. Most of it comes from a science experiment in Japan because they eat loads more soy than people in Western countries like the UK. Soy's connection to cancer is mostly complicated by other elements of people's lives, to be honest, and most women living in Asia have soy as their main source of protein. They'll only eat tiny bits of beef, chicken and pork and stuff like that, which means they've got less animal fat and other possibly unhealthy things in their diets, like animal protein sources. It's made even trickier because compared to the average woman in the UK, the average Asian woman, according to this study, eats more fresh vegetables, is closer to her ideal body weight, is more physically active and is less likely to consume significant amounts of alcohol. But I do have to preface that with (laughs) according to this study. All of these other factors can add up to give a healthier lifestyle and lower the overall risk of breast cancer anyway, to be honest. And the whole lowers your sperm count story, I actually found that this part was partially true. I mean, (laughs) it did come from a Daily Mail article called Why a Vegetarian Diet May Leave a Man Less Fertile, so I was a little sceptical to begin with. It also said that research has shown eating tofu lowers your sperm count. I mean, it was a science experiment in America at least, but only 99 men, so not a very big study at all, who were mostly overweight and had already gone to a fertility clinic. So, I mean, draw your own conclusions there. 
It only focused on soya intake and so really the Daily Mail claiming there was a link? Shock horror is a bit misleading. There seems to be more questions than answers about the role soy plays in our bodies, especially women's when it comes to menopause and breast cancer, and there are just so many misunderstandings. Some studies link soy to an increase of breast cancer and other forms of cancer, but they're only the ones done in the lab on animals, because humans process soy so differently to animals than that they're tested it on, it might not actually apply to people to be honest, so that's something else to consider. Studies looking for effects on, of soy on humans haven't shown the potential for harm, to be honest, but yet. The link between soy and cancer is evolving, but more research is really needed. And as it stands, soy doesn't appear to pose any cancer risk. But there are some studies which actually show that soy reduces your risk of cancer, which I found equally as interesting. And it's another study in Japan that showed hormone levels in men who did eat soy daily could protect against prostate cancer. So I thought this is pretty cool. I'll look into this a bit more. The one fear story that everyone seems to believe is that soy milk will cause high estrogen and will feminize men. But despite all the hype, men naturally produce estrogen too, just far less of it than women. And men do actually need these small levels to help their bones grow stronger. So several studies have been done in the UK and found that men's intake of soy didn't change their testosterone levels at all. Knowing the real deal here is important and especially now that soy is much more common in our diet. So should you be avoiding these foods or do you want to be eating more of them? That's the conclusion that I had to kind of come to. And the best answer I can give you is to think whole as in as close to nature as possible so you don't get too much either way. So now we know, is soy really giving us cancer? As I've said, knowing the real deal is important and should you really avoid these foods or do you want to be eating more of them is kind of a bit unsure. The best answer I can give you is to think whole, as in as close to nature as possible so you don't get too much. It's been great having you here with me today and make sure you tune in next time on The Science Podcast. <laughs>